Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you listen to the Stephen Knight Show. You can't hear the party, gone, put your hands up. If you wanna get it started, gone, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, gone, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't hear the party, gone, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome the hair doctor herself, Ms. LaShonda Hayes, and then four funny guys you have to meet. They call themselves Comedy Grind. As always, I want you to call us your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. I want to also remind you that we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenightshow.com, where you can find links to all of our social media links. And Adam, as you know, he's been traveling. He's in Australia. I think now he's in Thailand. He is capturing all his Instagram. So go to uh, Instagram backslash fly as a kite. Uh, spelled out like it sounds and you can capture all his wonderful pictures he's been taking. I can't wait for him to get back and tell us what's going on. But anyway, mm-hmm. keep up with us there. But, Ms. Parker, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm a little under the weather, but um, overall I'm doing good, so I can't complain. Uh, are you feeling better than yesterday? Uh, Yeah, I'm feeling better than yesterday. I don't have a sore throat anymore, like. I woke up yesterday just feeling kind of I had sore throat, congestion, um, and then um, a headache. And so I took some meds, and then today I um, kind of did the – I woke up early, same kind of situation, and I feel a little better, you know what I mean? I did try to work out still. Like I got up more than I tried to work out just to sweat it out, you know what I mean? And then um, mm-hmm. I worked out, you know, did some cardio uh, here at the house. And so I felt a little better just ready to get my – voice back and not have to call her if I'm at <laughs> Right. Did you go back to you to the office or you stayed home today? No, I wasn't in the office. I, I left around uh three thirty, three thirty four. Okay. But um yeah, I did go in. We just have so much going on. It's a busy week um for us, which is good stuff. So, you know, I gotta be a trooper and make it happen. Make it all work. Try, yeah, try to get some <laughs> rest. That's, you know, rest is always something that is helpful when you're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Rest, fluids, and just, like, yeah, the big, biggest thing is rest. You're right. You're right. How was the weekend? I know we got a chance to catch up with some of our really good friends on Saturday. How was the rest of your weekend? It was an eventful weekend, but, but good, really good. I um, After I left you guys, I came home and 
hung out here and took a nap for about an hour or so. Then I held it, I headed out to um, Fairburn. I'm not sure if you remember my cousin, Talisha. She has yeah. three little kids. I used to babysit. Let me tell you, they are all grown. Aaron wow. is a junior in high school. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, which is a shame. They're an hour away from, from here, but I should probably make more of an effort to see them because I do miss them. But, you know, life just getting away in Atlanta traffic and on the weekends I'm trying to mm-hmm. fit in. Um, but uh, Anaya is um, the middle child, and she is a freshman in high school, and they had a play that did the whiz, and it was the best oh. play I have seen. Probably in a long time. Like, it was professionally done. They did such an awesome wow. job. I, mean, I was expecting to go in there and see a, a halfway decent play, you know, high school kids. Uh, supposedly right. the high school she goes to is uh, is one of the best ones in Georgia for performance art. Mm-hmm. I didn't really? know that. But it was, I mean, they did an awesome job, an awesome job. Those kids were really talented. And um, so I did that on Saturday night, um, was out there until about 1230 um at night um, on Saturday, and then on Sunday I woke up and decided that I was going to make the day of um, kind of like feeding my soul. I just felt that in my spirit, so I went to meditative yoga. Yeah. Um, then I went to Stone Mountain. Then I went to the farmer's market. And actually I took some friends to Stone Mountain. They were in town from Chicago. So it was a long yeah, day as well. Very, very good yeah. day. That's good. I saw the pictures. Yeah, actually um, my weekend starts out really good, you know. Friday, I just hung out with some friends. Um, Saturday, got to meet up with you and some of my other former co- um, co-workers and really good friends. Went to that place called Bar Taco, which I had never been to, and I think you're the ones that kind of found that place. Is that right? Yes. Uh, my friends go there all the time, so I was just, I just want to check it out. I'm always getting invited to yeah. go for happy hour, and I never do, I really don't do happy hour anymore because I have so much to do after work. But um, I've right. been wanting to check it out, so I was you know, glad that I got a chance to. It was good too. That food was really good, um, and they have like their style is different. Where, and you know, I was talking to someone about that today, and they say what it does is kind of helps them sell more tacos because when you have more options, you have to just put a, a one beside it. How many you want? You know what I mean? It does help them sell more. But um, but the food was really good. What is it? Yeah, no, the food was good. I I I heard nothing but great things about the place. The food was good. the the atmosphere is 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 very nice and. Um, I know that when it's warm outside, people go out there and sit out and get, you yeah. know, a, a drinks. And um, I think it's one of those places that are going that this summer is probably be probably be pretty crowded right. this summer. So I think they're fairly new. Yeah, and, but even even it was a little chilly on Saturday. Beautiful day, but chilly. But even still, it was packed. You know, it was packed. We went, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty packed. And yeah. I know that um, we went with a great group of friends that. Absolutely yeah. love him to death. And um, one of our friends actually went back yesterday. <laughs> no, I saw that. <laughs> she didn't get enough. <laughs> she didn't get no. enough. You can never get, a, you can get right. never get enough of them good tacos. <laughs> you're right. You're right about that. Then you're not getting out of the Anyway, we went on Adam's. He's traveling the world. I can't wait to hear his stories. But Chike, what's going on with you? You had an um, interesting weekend as well, didn't you? Yeah, brother. I am so exhausted today for it, though. Tell <laughs> um, about it. I, I was hanging out with the incomparable diva, Miss Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Oh, she's such a party animal. <laughs> I I was in New York. Actually, it, last night seemed like um, a Steve Knight Show alumni dinner or something. 
Um, we wow. had Corey Taylor. We had um, Cheryl Flowers. Of course, Faith Ooh. Evans. They were all in the house. Actress Lania Love. Everyone that's been on the Stephen Knight show pretty much was in the same building. Pretty interesting. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Faith Evans performed for um, R&B Spotlight's um, event, which Corey Taylor uh, hosts and runs. Yeah. Uh, was in New York at SOBs, and she tore the house down. And, sure um, just a shout-out to, to Corey Taylor for a number of things. One, for giving a platform for indie, independent, budding artists to have a, a, a vehicle to use to for exposure. Just shout out to him right. for allowing these artists, you know, bi-monthly to get up on stage and just give you what they have. There's no other yeah. venue and no other showcase like it. Um, Faith Evans was the headliner, and she tore the house down. And I pretty much just hung out with her for the rest of the night to the point where I went to work this morning straight from New York City. So... Wow. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm hurting a little bit today. It was a great night. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a great night. And that um, the interview that I have with her will be coming out on um, Conversations with Chike Evans probably early next week. Great, great. And where can everybody yeah, check that out? Uh, you can go to my Facebook page, Conversations with Chike Evans. Um, it will probably be hitting Twitter. Uh, it'll definitely be on YouTube. So. Definitely check that out. But the source of all my content is my Facebook uh, conversations with Chike Evans page. Awesome. awesome. Uh, with all that, I'm sorry. That's an awesome work. I didn't hear you. Thank you. That's thank an you. awesome work. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. With uh, all of that, I did manage to see Chappie, like I said I was going to. And I actually tried to go see uh, Get Hard, but it was all sold out. So, obviously, Kevin Hart is doing pretty well. I still want to see the movie so I can actually rate it and give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, but he was sold out. So, kudos to Kevin Hart. There's some controversy with that movie, too, isn't it? Controversy about, um, they say, it being, um, you know, a lot of stereotypes when it comes to races, but also they said it's homophobic, um, innocent. But they always do the whole thing where they say that this is comedy, and people, you know, comedians, they they take, you know, those kind of issues, race, uh, sexuality, um, religion, and they kind of make jokes out of it. Do, well, do that, that tends to be the, yeah, yeah, I do. It tends yeah. to be the trend now. I mean, if you look at ABC's lineup, just for example, not really like pointing the gun at ABC, but just for example, you have the Black-ish show on ABC, you have, uh, was it Fresh Off the Boat or Off the Boat or something? Uh-huh. And Fresh it has the, uh, yeah. the Asians. And then there's, um, I don't know the name of the show, but then it's the Hispanics. Those are three oh, shows yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. on ABC. And they're kind of racy when it comes to race. <laughs> All those shows. Yeah. Uh, the other show would be Modern Family, but, you know, that's been on for some years now, and they don't really I – guess, I guess their thing would be the gay issue. They they touch on that. Right, um, right. So, like, ABC's, like, trailblazing when it comes to that type of comedy. So – and their top shows, so buying it, they're, they're buying into it. Absolutely. It's, it's all right. Who are we to say, you know, what's offensive and what's not? 
Right, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I have yet to see the movie yet, so. Now, back to Tappy, um, which stars Hugh Jackman, and it's pretty much about um, artificial intelligence. Uh, robot mm-hmm. is created, but mm-hmm. it's created with a lot of human emotion and um, quote-unquote personality. And the same people that created the movie District 9 created Chappie. Um, this movie has a has a has another side to it. Although on the surface it's about this robot that's created and you you're rooting for this robot and you want the robot to excel and win, uh, you actually become endeared to this robot because it has a personality and it's almost like watching a child. The other part of this movie is it challenges your thoughts to the human condition. Why are we here? What makes us human? Is it the fact that we have a soul? Our, our cognitive reasoning, does that make us human? What is the human quotient? And I thought that that was very, very interesting. Definitely um, advise people to go check this movie out because it definitely will make you think. Uh, what is actually being human? If a robot wow. can feel all of those things <laughs> and, and manufacture all those same uh, qualities that human and bring, does that make the robot human? You know, it's kind of like the show Fit that um, Holly Berry starred in with Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. um, directed, mm-hmm. where they know mm-hmm. her husband on the show, he had created their son as a robot. And so they were, there was a big, you know, conversation, debate about robots, you know, being part of society. And, you know, a lot of people are against it because um, they're not real people. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, for families that couldn't have their own children, be able to create your own child using that same kind of DNA type. It's kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit. But this robot is not simulating human in the sense of a look. It's not deceiving you visually. It's deceiving you emotionally. Okay, okay. If that, if that makes any okay. sense. Like when you look at yeah. Chappie, Chappie looks like a robot. But you feel for oh. Chappie because Chappie exhibits humanistic quality. I got you. I got you. So you recommend that one as a must-see? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, only if you want Coming to, you know, be a proactive thinker. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming down the pipeline? Uh, right now, I can't get my mind off Jurassic World. I know it's not until June, but I, I just want to know what they're going to do. Like, how many times are these people going to go back to this park with these dinosaurs? Like, for real. You got me once, you got me twice, I'm going back. I just want right. to see. And then, of course, uh, if, if yeah, definitely, you have to bring it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be full of a lot of action and special effects. That's what everyone's going in for. But right. at, at a certain point in time, you know, you continue to make sequels. When does it stop being plausible? Yeah, how how exactly. deep can you go into it? Uh, I'm also looking forward to uh, the HBO series Entourage hitting the silver screen. This movie, just I've, I've watched oh. the trailer a few times. I used to love the actual uh, series, so I can't wait to uh-huh. see you know what what they do with them on the big screen. And HBO has had great success by taking their series to the big screen. We all know Sex in the City, um, and I yeah. think they were going to revisit The Sopranos, but you know James Gandolfini, right, yeah. you know, passed away. So we'll see. Yeah. That, that's all I really have for right mm-hmm. now. Um, I am going to try to see Get Hard sometime this week. 
so I can have that report for you. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think too. And and everyone can uh, check out your interview with Faith Evans next week, and they can go to your Facebook page. Yeah, I, I actually have a few um, interviews coming up. I've been knocking them out the box almost like every day this week. Um, an artist by the name of David Live. Uh, check him out. He's someone who is about to work with Missy Elliott. He's actually down in Atlanta wow. now working with Missy. Uh, he recently did some work with Tweet. Um, sat down and had an interview with him. And uh, a young lady by the name of Robin Hood. She's an MC slash actress. Uh, she's very, very hot. And um, I think you're going to like her interview as well. I want to try to get both of them on the Stephen Knight show as well. We need to talk to them. Yeah, you, you have to. You definitely have to. But, yeah, Chike, so we, we appreciate you. And everyone go to um, his Facebook page, Conversation with Chike Evans' Facebook page, uh, to keep up with all the great work he's doing there. Thanks, Chike, and we'll Thank see you, you in a hot topic, okay? Before I leave, I know I never mentioned it, I say, but please, you know, follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Everything is at absolutely Chike. At Absolutely, TK. I'm everywhere. And if, you know, you can't do that, just Google me, TK Evans, everywhere. Just follow me. <laughs> Make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, TK. Thank you, thank you. All right. Hey, Ron, what's going on with you, man? Yo, happy last Monday of March. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> happy last Monday of March. It flew yeah. by. It flew by. by. It was a eventful month, yeah. though. Absolutely, absolutely. Just want to let everyone know my weekend was was good. Not, nothing to brag about. So it was it was all right. I watched basketball all you know weekend. I'm sure you did all time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we'll be Wisconsin, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Kentucky. Oh God, I got a brain fart. Michigan State and Duke. Wisconsin, Kentucky, Michigan State, and Duke. Kentucky barely. I'm gonna have to say Kentucky. Kentucky showed me something, man. They they almost they almost lost to Notre Dame. I mean, oh my God, mm-hmm. so cool. But they held it together. They made the plays in the last minute of the game, and that's what championship teams do. They made the play down the stretch. Kentucky, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, they are going to win it all. There it is. What about you? You said What about you, Stephen? Huh? What about you? Who you um, got Listen, winning? I, I, if you say it, I, I believe it. I bet my money what you say because I know you're the expert here. You're the expert. Ms. Parker, what about you? Ms. Parker? I don't watch college ball. I don't, I don't keep track of it. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, she couldn't tell you. No, 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 no. So, she couldn't tell you. Yeah, all right, cool, cool. Now, as far as with with um, pro pro ball, I haven't been watching the in, the NBA because of March Madness. I'm sorry, I, I'm dead. Yeah, which I apologize, but once the final four is over, then I'll refocus back on the NBA because also the um the end of the Regular season start is actually starting now, so these last couple of weeks of the um, of the regular season should be really interesting. Okay. As 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 far as with the um, teams trying to get play, playoff seedings and, and um, everything, so 
I'm looking at that like seventh and eighth spot in the Western Conference. You know, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, Phoenix. Like who's what team's going to you know really lock up that those last two spots? So, so next week I'll definitely be talking about that. Definitely. All right. Yeah, and that's what else going on. That's it. Nah, we 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 can get ahead and go ahead and talk to Miss um, Ferguson if she's on the line. She is here, Miss Ferguson. I know she has some uh, wonderful sales for us. So, I Ferguson, do, I do. How are you? How you doing? We're doing good. How are you, Mother to be? I'm okay. I can't complain. Hi, hey, Miss Hey, Miss Parker. Everyone wanted us to tell you, um, wanted us to tell you congratulations. We saw Tammy and Esther and Stoney. Stoney said he's going to call Andrea. you. I, oh, Andrea. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was, was actually supposed to go to lunch um, sometime soon, so I need to get yeah. a hold of him because I, I was actually waiting to go to lunch tell him that we were having a baby. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, we let, we let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's no problem. It's no problem. <laughs> But everybody was excited. They were very excited. Oh, good, good. Okay, well, I'm glad they were glad. <laughs> so when did you guys go to lunch? Oh, we um, went to um, Saturday. We went to Bar Taco. Bar Taco. Oh, okay, okay. Really good food. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I have I have a couple of things for you guys tonight. But um, keep in mind that next week is Easter, so they're going to have, like, a lot of flash sales next week. But um, so this week, things were scarce, but I still was able to find something. Um, Today at Old Navy, if you shop there online, today only and online only, you can get 35% off of your purchase when you spend $75. Plus, you can get two-day free shipping. Um, The same thing goes for Gap, except for you get 40% off. So if you shop shop at Gap today only and online only, uh, you can get 40% off of your $75 purchase. Plus, you can get two-day free shipping. Uh, Banana Republic is also having a sale, but theirs is a little bit different. Um, they're having a sale down through the 13th of April, and uh, you can save 40% off your full-price purchase. Uh, Victoria's Secret, um, they're having a – this is something that you had to had to have caught earlier today, uh, but they were, they were having a sale, um, and this was in stores only and today only, um, where you got a $10 uh, – Free free ten dollar reward gift card with the purchase of any bra. Uh, Nine West is having a friends and family event right now through the second, and if you shop there now, you can get thirty percent off of your entire purchase. Uh, the Limited is having a spring swing event, um, and that is today only. And of course, you can get forty percent off of the Scandal Collection. Everything that's involved in the Scandal Collection. I don't know if you guys knew this or if I ever talked about it. I don't think I did. But they have, um, they pretty much have a whole line dedicated towards um, toward Carrie Washington's character. And she even helped uh, to design some of the items. So they had that whole line dedicated towards her character on Scandal. So it's, it's actually kind of pricey for even for the limited because I think they're you know, sometimes I think the limited can be a bit ridiculous with what you know what they're asking for their clothes. But anyway, you can get. I went in there. Off. I saw. I saw the line. Yeah. This stuff, this stuff was cute. It was cute, but it was a little pricey. Yeah, it's a little pricey. I mean, I like. And then on top of that, you know, aside from the you know limited, they're not cheap, but they're not overly expensive either. 
I mean, you know, like you can get you can get a suit if you're shopping right. You can buy the suit jacket and get the pants or the skirt or a dress for free. Um, you know, I try to tell you guys about that occasionally, but they do nothing like that for the scandal line. They never ever do anything like that for the scandal line. And they started doing this, I believe, last year. Um, they they came up with this line, um, but you know, like it, like I said, it can be a bit ridiculously priced, but they're giving you forty percent off um, today mm-hmm. only. So you have to use code Spring at checkout um, if you're shopping online. Which, if you're hearing about the sale for the first time right now, you are shopping online because they're closed in the store. So you have to use code Spring um, if you're shopping online. And last but not least, um, the Bloomingdale's Friends and Family event. Their sale ends tonight. So you have to hurry up and shop, and you can get up to 25% off of your purchase. And that's all I have for you guys this evening. Awesome. Yeah, they, can find all, they can find all that at BudgetShopperHall.com, correct? Yep, they surely can. All right, Ms. Ferguson, thank you so much, as always, and have a great week, okay? Okay, you too. I'll talk to you guys later. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. TK, Ms. Parker, hey, Ron, you ready for Hot Topics? Ready as can be. All right. All right, so first topic. Uh, they shot um, Black Girl Rocks over the weekend, and uh, First Lady Michelle Obama, she appeared there um, as a special guest, and she was called a racist for um, supporting Black Girls Rock. Well, she got some praise, but then, there, you know, of course, her critics have said that she's a racist attending that event. What are your thoughts? Is she or is she not a black woman? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, why would... I, I, I can't even talk about it. That's just dumb. It's so dumb. I guess I just feel like people are going to complain either way. You know, they just need to survive. Because I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't see the big deal. Right. At all. Right. Well, you know, there's... There was a Caucasian lady who tweeted something. She said, um, although I'm not a quote-unquote black girl, um, she said, I understand why it's important for this voice to be heard because people of, um, you know, color, especially women of color, you know, some of the trials and struggles they have to go through and to have someone of that magnitude to represent them, you know, she applauds that. So I think that, you know, People just need to find something to do, really. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. Everything is not an issue. Everything is not Everything an issue. Is I mean, not seriously. seriously. I mean, it's, it's, it's like they wake up. It's, it's really draining to even hear. So I know for her, it's like really. <laughs> right. In this day right. and age, we don't we don't really have positive imagery of ourselves out there. So right, especially for young women of color. So you're a young woman of color, and you have the first lady of the United States who is of color, like you. Do you know how powerful that is for girls of a generation to see themselves in Michelle Obama? Like, come on, y'all. That's crazy. Well, that's why some people are hating, because they don't want black or brown girls to actually feel good about themselves. So that's why you have some of this some of this hatred and negativity going on because some people just cannot accept the fact that black girls rock, that that a brown girls rock also. It's not just white girls that rock. Black girls can rock also. And to have someone yeah. that actually is a, a black girl, you know, and can 
uh, speak on it from one of the highest platforms in the world, it's powerful. And some people just don't like it. They just hate it. Hate on. I agree. Hate on. Hate on. All right, next next topic. Um, Life and Style magazine is reporting that there's going to be an unofficial tell-all book based on Jay-Z and Beyonce's marriage that touches on claims of cheating, a love child, drug use, and dirty business dealing. Um, the source says that there are even allegations that they have split up three times in the past four years and discussed divorce each time. The book is, will be released this fall. They're saying that Beyonce's terrified because it's going to change the way people see her. You know, she's a dominant person, um, you know, professionally, um, you know, woman empowerment, strong, but this book will show her in like a, you know, superior type of uh, role. What are your thoughts on this book? One, do you do you believe the book and are you interested in reading the book or what, what do you think about this kind of thing? Um. I think I'll go ahead and pass on this, cause, and, and let me just justify why. I don't spend not one second of my day thinking about Beyonce and Jay Z's wedding. Oh man, <laughs> I don't care. I don't live in their home. I don't. I I do not not for a second care what's going on in their personal lives. Um, I'm I am a fan as far as the, me being a fan of them as artists, but I don't think about their personal life, so I don't really care. Right. Okay. What 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 happens? <laughs> What what happened to just liking people's music? Like what happened to right? Like, it's so ridiculous. You know, like get a right. life. Right. I don't care what they do in their bedroom. I don't care if he got girlfriends and everything. I don't care if she has issues or what. Who cares? As long as she can sing and 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 she's still able to perform and him as 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 long as they're able to give a good show and and good music. That's all I care about. That's all I. Can, I that's it. Everything else, I don't want to know. That's too much. It's just too much information. Too much to know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, too much. When I when I pick up a book, I normally am getting some kind of nutrients from it. Right. Uh, even if it's a biography, you know, you're learning about people's uh, trials and tribulations as it relates to how they became a success. That just seems like someone's quick attempt to make some quick cash off of. Right. I, I guess in a very expensive tabloid. Yeah. yeah. I'm a yeah. and I'm a big believer of what you your, your intake and 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 outtake. So detoxing and intoxing. I think a lot of times we are so filled with intoxicating information and media and all that stuff that even even participating willingly participating in reading this book is participating in that detoxing of your brain. Like, I think when you read, it has to be something that's nourishing your soul and educating you right. something. To buy a book about gossip, it's just, right. I think I passed that, at, at, especially at my age. Yeah. And I agree I agree with Parker because it seems like that um, there's some people that they live off of this. You know, they live to see other people in misery. They live to hear the dirty details of someone's personal life. Why do you even care? Focus on your own life. Move forward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree there. All right, next topic. So apparently NeNe Leakes has not been pleased with her um, interaction on Housewives of Atlanta this season. And uh, her and she announced today that her and Kim Zosiak are getting their own spinoff show, um, and they start filming this summer. Will you be watching? No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Me. Miss Parker says no. Aaron, you'll be watching. Miss Parker knows. Aaron, yes. Yes, 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 yes. And the reason is because I am a fan of Kim Zosiak. I think she's great. I actually like when Kim and Nene were were on the show together when they were in like a good space because they when they are in in, in a in a good space they are really fun to watch. They're entertaining. They are lovable. They they have a really good chemistry together. Like they are really they they seem to me like they're really good friends. That maybe the television and all that might have well then maybe they won't be friends after this show. I don't I like it. So far, yes, I like it. I would say that. I like it. when I was watching Ratchet T V, um I do recall them being on a trailer like some kind of bus situation, and Nene tried to choke Kim out. Yeah, well, she I is a don't girl. see Kane. Did that happen? Didn't that happen? They said it made up. Yes, it happened. It happened. Okay, I just can't see me going into business with someone that I tried to choke out. I just, I just don't understand. No, they, when that check comes into play, they'll make out. They'll make up. As you said, Ratchet, right. yeah. yeah. when the check comes into play, they make. Well, you well, gotta, I don't we cool. We make this money together. Well, I don't, I don't know if if y'all know this or not, but Nene on this season, she actually is is actually distancing herself from the show anyway. Like it's. Like it's like she's once wants to leave anyway, so I think she's been wanting to leave for like the past year, and now she has to exit out. She has her own spinoff. I don't. I don't think she's gonna leave uh, the real show, the main show. I, don't, I think she'll so, do this spinoff so and do the post? one part of marriage. I don't think oh, she's gonna okay. leave because okay. this that this is this is this is her bread and butter. She gets her other gigs and stuff, you know, graduates to her, but this is her bread and butter. You know what I mean? She doesn't have anything so, to say. But okay. you have to you have to you have admit to, though. You have to admit, like since she's done this little stint on Broadway, I'm doing the air quotes. Um she's been acting different. Since she she's has. been on Broadway. She's been acting different. Yeah. Yeah. Arrogant. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Arrogant. I, I, oh, yeah. you know, I I I don't never like I don't like people that I don't know, but I don't care for her. Because I see how she acts on the show, at least the, the public perception of her, and I don't really care for um, the way she's uh, perceived. I mean, it seems like a, a bully. You know how they say people when they get um, they get fame and fortune, how it can go to your head? To me, she's the epitome yeah, of that. Mm-hmm. To me, she's the epitome yeah, of okay. that. Anyway. I, I will she say this one thing about it. <laughs> she what, wanted, they wanted you on on the show? Really? No, I said she can still come on this show if she wants to. Oh, okay, exactly. Well, I don't know <laughs> if she heard you just say that. Maybe she's going to come on the show now if like, she heard what you just said. Well, she probably won't. We've been All right. Her Listen, next, go ahead. Go ahead. You have something to say, Ron? Oh, I was just going to say this. Um, I will check out this spinoff show, but... In order for me to continue watching, even though I am a fan of Kim, if Nene is still up to her same ratchet, angry, bitterness mode, then I will not watch it anymore. And if she's trying to become the the um, Nene of old, who was just a really nice, spirited woman, then I'll watch. But if it's this 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 stuck up, 
angry, everybody's out to get me, 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 then I won't watch. I won't watch that. All right. Well, last story before we go to our guest here. First, uh, last story. So, Haiti Crawford Fishburne, that's the 80-year-old mother of um, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, she has been told that, uh, well, she's told that she's unable to pay her rent for several months. She's received written notice informing that she'll be evicted from a Los Angeles apartment on Tuesday. It's $1,500 a month. Um, she's been able, been unable to reach her son, Lawrence, who she has not spoken to in the last year. Last time she spoke to him was when his, his father passed away. She says she feels hurt and disappointed because for 20 years she supported his um, acting career, going into a 401K, going to a retirement to help support him, and she feels like he's gone Hollywood and um, will not help his 80-year-old mother um, with her finances. What are your thoughts? You know, people always say that you should have kids because they'll take care of you when you get old. <laughs> Proof positive that, that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. I, I think there's more to the story as far as why he's not helping her, but I still that, I still don't think that justifies him not. So let's say they had a falling out. No matter what the uh-huh. issue is, if I had money and I had a falling out with my parents, especially my mother, I will still pay her rent. Paying her bills, I yeah. you have to her every day just in case she's this evil person you can't stand or whatever the case may be she is still your mother so I can't really justify him not helping her but I do think there's more to the story yeah and you know I think the piggyback on Ms. Parker Tyler Perry had the same situation with his father I believe he didn't grow up with them they weren't close or whatnot but that's different I wouldn't have but, you know, that case. what I'm saying, he, he does still, he bought him a home, he pays for his home, he pays for his livelihood, even though they're still not close, so he feels like, that's my father, I want to make sure at least he has that. So I get what you're yeah. saying when it comes to regards to the yeah. situation, yeah. to make sure that person, especially if you can afford it, you know what I mean? If you can afford it. If you can oh, afford yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's mom. You know, all, you know, good or bad mom, mom should at least have a roof over her head, you know, I would not have my mom out on the street. I'm sorry, even if her and I have the biggest issue, it's, it's, especially if I could afford it, if I can afford it. Hell, even if yeah. I couldn't afford it, if I have a roof over my head, my mom is, is going to have a roof over her head. Uh-huh. Especially being uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. All right. Chica? Uh, we don't really know the circumstances of the situation. And, and and the reason that I say that is because I, I had a similar situation in my family when my grandmother was alive. I had an aunt that was taking care of her bills, but my grandma wanted to take care of her grown sons along with um, getting that assistance from my aunt. So my aunt made an ultimatum, you cannot continue to take care of your grown sons when I'm taking care of you because I'm not taking care of them. So there was a little standoff, so my aunt cut my grandmother off until she wisened up to cut her sons off, and then she resumed. So we don't know the behind the story situation with this. That so true. that's all I have to say. That's true. Well, we wish them both that they mend whatever relationship they have. But before we go to commercial break, question of the day, what are some bad habits that are deal breakers when it comes to dating or getting to know someone? Go to the Facebook um, Stephen I Show or tweet us at Stephen I Show, S-H-O, and let us know your thoughts. We'll be right back after this. 
BET, home of some of the greatest shows, such as Monique, Let's Stay Together, The Game, Steve Harvey, Everybody Hates Chris, Master Mix, and many more. BET is also famously known for their featured blog sites, such as Spotlight, What the Flick, Stay Tuned, Head Over Hills, Sound Off, and a wide variety of others. So the next time you're flipping through your channels, tell a friend to tell a friend about BET and BET's video library. Also, don't forget to catch the countdown on 106 in Park with Roxy and Terrence. Do you want your chance? You feel as if you got what it takes? Or just want to read and catch up on BET News? Tune in to www.bet.com or send your thoughts and opinions through mail to BET Network, 1235 W Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C., 20018-1211 or phone BET Network at 202-608-2000. This commercial was brought to you by EOTM Radio and Classic City Records. The Hair Doctor has launched a campaign, The Healthy Hair Movement, which includes a YouTube series designed to educate people on how to properly care for their hair. A business owner, the hair doctor has over nine years of experience as a master stylist in the beauty industry. She has lived in Atlanta for the past four years and built a brand that clients trust with their real hair. One factor that makes the hair doctor unique is her dedication to ensuring each client's hair is healthy. Please help me welcome the hair doctor herself, Ms. LaShonda Hayes. Welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Good, how are you doing? I am doing great. I just want to thank you for this opportunity. Oh, no, thank you, thank you. You know, I, I actually, you know, my hair is not that important to me, but I have a sister <laughs> and a mother who, you know, my mother, who they... They're all about their hair, you know what I mean? And, and they all went natural, yeah. and I know how important it is to them. So tell us mm-hmm. how you're, you know, how you knew this was the profession you kind of wanted to go into to help women really just, you know, help this part about themselves. Definitely. Well, I noticed um, from doing hair over the years that um, women are very, very serious about their hair. Um, how their appearance is. And, you know, I started doing clients and they were doing extensions and they noticed that their hair was coming out and their hair wasn't being treated um, the right way. Starting to come where people were very visual with um, just how they looked on the outside but not taking care of their hair on the inside. So I, I had came across one client that was very, very emotional, and she just she just didn't know what to do. Her All her hair was breaking off. So it, I automatically, it always had been my passion of the hair care, but I automatically just geared toward just really caring for people's hair. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and if you've seen the movie um, Chris Rock did, um, I think it was Black Hair, and um, there's different documentaries and things like that. You know, yeah. women... They really do care about their hair, and they they'll spend yeah. money on their hair. They mm-hmm. can't pay that rent. Their hair can be looking right. So right. why do you think it's so it's so important, you know, that we're able to or you're able to um, to help, you know, kind of correct this thing because it's kind of a self esteem thing, wouldn't you think? Yes, exactly. It is a self esteem. Well, I just really believe that the hair just basically enhances the person. 
Um, as uh-huh. the Bible says, you know, a woman, is, the, her hair is her glory. So if her hair is not together, you know, her self-esteem is not going to be all the way there or maybe she's going to be so much worried about how people, um, you know, receive her if she's not confident in the way that she looks. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So you you talk about how weaves have destroyed the state of black women's hair. Um, and, you know, so many people wear weaves and wigs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think It's just a lack of knowledge, you know, um, they're just not being educated, and um, it's not that you know it's their fault. It's it's their stylist's fault. You know, if they don't know how to do their hair, how to treat their hair, when to take down their extensions in the right proper time, they just don't know. And once they mm-hmm. don't know it, you know, it's an area that starts to lack, and before you know it, their hair is damaged. Yeah. So once it's damaged, is there any way of bringing it back, or is it you know is it irreversible? Or? Well, definitely. It's it's definitely able to um, bring it back. It just depends on what state it's in. Um, you know, starting okay. off with a consultation just to see, you know, what went wrong with the hair and what direction you can go into. Because I know my mother, um, she had she always had long hair and thick hair, but I think over the years, you know, she had a lot of perms, and it made her hair really mm-hmm. stringy yeah. and thin. Mm-hmm. And when she started going natural, I mean, she mm-hmm. had, like, Oprah hair. <laughs> <laughs> like it was big thing. So, so mm-hmm. what's what's the advantages to have a less processed hair to having it more natural? Well, I'm not against having chemicals. It's just a okay. bu- uh, you know using the chemicals in the wrong way. But um, okay. I, I I really believe that the hair is really more natural. I mean, more mm-hmm. um, healthy, natural. Um, because sometimes the um, chemicals tend to, you know, mess up the integrity of the hair. So the hair will tend to, you know, be thick, but using the chemicals over time, it'll start thinning the hair out, or the hair won't be, it'll start not being as soft, it'll be more harder. As you said, with your mom, her hair started to be stringy. It just messed up the uh-huh. integrity of the hair. Okay, okay. Well, tell us about your YouTube series, Healthy Hair Movement. Tell us about that. Well, um, we just started the um, Healthy Hair Movement, and it's just basically just to basically, you know, reach out to different individuals that just don't know where to go, they're having issues with their hair, and they've been looking for somebody, but they can't find the person. So I just wanted to be able to open it up on social media, reach out to different people, and maybe even get the people to, you know, chime in and just ask questions and what's been going on with their hair, or even for me to post up stuff about recent um, things that have happened in the past and how to care for it, because there's it's people out there that's really going through it with their hair, and they just don't know. They don't know. And so this will help them at least know where to direct the question. If they, you know, if they had right. some questions about, well, this is not right. <laughs> you know, at least they'll know where, what direction they're going to, correct? Exactly. Okay. And what are the air dates for that? Where can people check out um, this this, uh, YouTube series? Um, They can go on to YouTube, and it's um, the Elshine Studios um, page, and they also can find us on um, our website at elshinestudios.com. Instagram is Elshine Studios Salon. And also my personal Instagram is I am the hair doctor. Um, And, yeah, that's where they can find us. Now a lot of people might be listening tonight and saying, "What makes her think she's a hair doctor?" What would you say? What would you say 
classifies you as the hairdresser? Well, I just like to give this scenario where, you know, if you're having an illness with your body, of course you're going to go to the doctor because you tried right. everything, you tried all the over-the-counter things, and it's just not working. So I just like yeah. to put hair in front of that, and you tried everything, you went to the beauty supply store, those products were not working, and you're just to a point where, like, I really need a professional. Well, that's the reason why you call the hair doctor. Okay, okay. And what yeah. would be, like, the intake process? Like, you know, a new client is your process. How, how do they reach out to you? Um, well, we um, I like to start off with a consultation. Um, like to know what the foundation is, what you've been using on your hair, um, how long you've been using it, when did the issue start. And just start from there. Okay. Now, is this just for men? I mean, for women, or do you treat men, or what's, what's oh, your expertise? Oh, I treat men. Um, well, my expertise is definitely women, but as long as you have a scalp with hair, hey, I can work with it. <laughs> <laughs> what is, have you had to work with men, and if so, what are some of the challenges they've had when they come to? I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I was asking, have you had to work with men in the past? And if so, what are some of their challenges? Why are they coming to seek your help? Um, they have very dry and flaky scalp. Um, and it, okay. it tends to, you know, as you start to get your hair cut and then start cutting it down, you'll see that your scalp tends to be a little more white than it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. And just being able to heal the dry area of the scalp. Okay. Okay. Well, before we go, tell us about um, Elshon Studio Boutique Salon. Tell us about your salon here. Well, my salon is located in Tucker, Georgia. Um, we're we're catered to, as you know, um, hair care. Um, it's a a small boutique, one on one sessions. Um, where it's just intimate. It's um, where you're actually getting knowledge. You're able to be in a comfort comfortable setting, and um, it's it's just an experience. It's an experience. And I think that's what everybody wants to walk away with, a good experience. And for the hair to look good. <laughs> for the hair to look good. Tell everybody one more time where they can keep up with you and learn more about your business. Okay. You can follow us at um, Elshine Studio Salon. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at Elshine Studios. You can follow my personal pages, I am underscore the hair doc. Um, and then you can also follow um, Elshon Studio Salon on Instagram. Rashawn Hayes, I thank you so much for joining us tonight, and I wish you continued success. And thanks for helping these ladies get their hair right. No man hey, no to problem. Get hair messed up. Yes. <laughs> Have a good thank one. Thank you for this opportunity. You too. All right. Thank you. We'll be right back after this. Hey, listen. You know, while you're enjoying this program, you could be making touch-ups to pics you've taken. Not just any photos, ones that make people say, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, how'd you do that? And I've got the instructions Uh to help. Go to www.learntrickphotographytoday.com. I'll teach you how to amaze them all. Go to www.learntrickphotographytoday.com.
joyous gospel expressed in song. Singer-songwriter Gwendolyn M. Smith shares her inspiration in Faithful, a powerful album of praise and worship of the Lord. Contemporary Christian music, proclaiming the love of Jesus Christ. Faithful by Gwendolyn M. Smith. Available now. Visit GwendolynMSmith.com. Order today. Comedy Ryan, we have you on the line? Do you hear me? Yeah, we on the line. Okay. You know what? I'm thinking that you weren't there, and it turns out I was on mute. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hey, Thank man. Thank you. Let me, give, let me give, you a, give you the intro. Comedy Grind consists of four members, Sean Connor, Will Wright, Kel Barksdale, and Stephen Brown. Their four yes. friends perform together under the name Comedy Grinds. And they're collectively from Delaware Valley Tri-State area. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. So tell us, how did this come to be? How did how did these four guys say, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to make people laugh, we're going to be comedy grind? Tell us about the backstory. We'll explain that. All right. Um, can you hear me? It's Will Wright. We hear you, Will. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. Um. How it came about was um, we all, it was the four of us. We was all like running to each other a lot. Uh, Carol's Barkstell and um, Steve was like together all the time. Me and Sean was together all the time. And I just came up to the all three of them and said, "Yo, look, let's just ride out together." Um, and, uh, at first we were just gonna ride out and look out for each other in that in that sense, like just uh. You know, like just hey, share gas, you know, gas holes yeah. and stuff like that. But then we would just we rocked out for like a, a week together one week and see, yo, we got something special, and decided we was gonna become comedy cross. Wow, let's wow. see, rock. And, let's and see, we, talk. Um, am I on a like? Hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we hear you. 
Okay. Um, one thing, one thing also that we came together on, we came together that we wanted to show people that as a unit, as four guys, four black guys, that we could stick together and do things as a team and don't always have to be uh, divided all the time. Um, that's one thing we pride ourselves on this comedy grind is we can be successful together. We can be successful as a whole. And um, that's, I feel like, that's what's going to uh, fuel us forward because we want to show the people underneath of us, the young guys, that it's not about being a crab in a barrel to be successful. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's important, though, because don't you think that, you know, a lot of people, especially when you have people, um, they kind of thing, a lot of times it's all about self. It's all about them being successful. When you're able to bring everyone else together, you create the experience and something else people can learn off of. Don't you think that? True. Indeed, brother. Yeah. 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 So, um, tell us some of the things that, that you all have experienced uh during your days of comedy grind. Oh, oh the, um a lot of things. Like for example, we realize with comedians it's not all laughs and jokes and stuff. <laughs> like we go through yeah. things too, like any brothers would go through. Um the good thing about us is everybody respects Everybody ex- respects each other's, you know, craft. So it's not like right. anybody's trying to be better than anybody else. We're all trying to, like, let's say, like, Will kills the show. Then I'll be like, all right, that's what's up. And it'll drive all of us to do better and bring our game up. But um, that's a lot of what we have experienced. Um, we also travel a lot together, Brooklyn to Baltimore, and we're located in South Jersey. So anywhere we'll, we'll, we'll ride out to. And also, um, so, and also with the, with right. the group and us being forward, like, the one thing I experience is uh, perspective. Like, through us four, man, yeah. everyone doesn't see everything the same. So it's like, it's something right. that I might, or something I might see funny, that the guys might see funny in another different way, and it will help me make the topic that more funnier. And the same thing that goes with all of us. Like, our car rides has to has to be, like, if we had a camera in the car when we go places, that could sell itself in the DVD, I feel like. <laughs> That's when our funniest moments happen. Like, it's like, we'll, 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 like, I'll find something funny, and Kells will build off of it, and then Will will build off of it, and then Sean will add into it. And before you know it, we'll create a whole character in the car out of nothing. Wow. Wow. So how do you motivate each other outside of, obviously, you know, you are doing this together, you are really grinding mm-hmm. together. Um, but, like, say if, you know, everyone's not always on every night. And I know, you know, I've never done it, but I know stand-up comedy is not as easy as it looks. You have to make people laugh. You know what I mean? They're just looking at you. So what do you do, like, if maybe one person is not on a particular night? How do you motivate them to, you know, just shake it off and kind of move on to the next night? Pick on them. That's what we do. We pick pick on them and tell them, look, nigga, you got to get yourself together. We ain't trying to hear no way. They cry. Nah, because you got. Let me tell you, because we comedians, so uh, we, right. we 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 not gonna say like we ain't like yo you you suck or nothing like that. But we be like, come on, man, you know what's up. Like we we all have our moments. It's like we know which crowd we gonna please the best because you can't please everybody. But we, right. I'm all jokes aside. Like I'm just joking about we pick on each other, but we do have a little fun we with do. it. But we at the same time, we do we do say like, yo, bro, look, it's what you should have did. Like you ain't stick to your script. And it's like that kind of motivate that person. Or if one of us do real good and the other one doesn't do so good, he'll see that from himself and say, yo, you know what, I'm next time I'm going to make sure I do good. Yeah, it's, it yeah. eats at you. 
So, like, you, you constantly are trying to improve and get better. So, I mean, like, but that's the beauty of it, though. If one person's not on, it's rare that all four people aren't on. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like it's like a game, like a, a basketball mind. game. You know, you may have a, a night that you're just not on, but there are other people that support you around that. And do you think that's kind of how y'all work, that you're able to support each other? Maybe one person's not having the best night, but now that now the three are able to kind of pick up the slack? That's, uh, I'm going to keep it real with you. Uh, that's a, a, a disguise we got. So it's like this. We have a uh, comedy grind, right? And right. if one of us, if one of us don't do so good, and the other three kills, you'll never remember that the other member didn't do right. so good. Yeah, you'll yeah. always be like, "Yo, comedy ground was hilarious," and maybe next time right. that one to pick up the slack. So it's kind of like some people feel like we cheating, but we not cheating. It is what it is, you know. It is what it's a team. It's a to, team. Be, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even consider cheating cheating because if you ask me. Like, as four of us, we grind. So it's rare. To be honest with you, when we call us bombing, other people might find that we still did good. Like, we like we are very hard critics on ourselves. So, like, it's never yeah. been really too much of a time where we really got a, like, a complete silent room. It's just we might not have made them laugh how we wanted them to, but we still Excellent. laugh. And it's like you always get that big, that big laugh. So Exactly. Exactly. So tell me about like a night when it's like just a great night. Every, everyone's you know, hitting the audience, giving what you want. Y'all giving them what they want. How does it feel after a show like that when you walk away from the stage? Will can't go home. You love hey, everybody. Think, all right, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm Will right, and I'm gonna explain my side. I think each one of us should say something on that one. Um. All right. If I kill a show, man, like he said, I can't go home, man. I feel like I don't do drugs or anything, but I'm so high off of the energy in the room yeah. to, like, I got to show love and appreciate everybody for laughing and coming out and supporting at the time because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us at the moment. And um, I just, like you said, I can't go home, man. I just love I just love this, the, the, the stage time and everybody just showing love at that moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, a lot of times, you know, I won't say a lot of times, sometimes um, comics, they get, you know, kind of criticized because, you know, I think part of comedy is they'll make jokes about things that are really kind of touchy, you know, they'll, whether it's sexuality or dealing with race or dealing with religion. How do you tread that line? How do you know how far to go as a comedian uh, and what to what to leave alone? Yeah, oh. um I honestly think that's that's your job as a comedian to kind of break down those social barriers. It's like it's like we're yeah. uh, we're, we're we kind of look at ourselves as artists. So it's, it's we try to paint we we got a we got a real graphic picture to paint, but we try to paint it with pretty colors. So we make people laugh at those situations that normally they may frown upon or maybe look at sideways. We try to find a different perspective on them, too. You know, maybe maybe they can laugh at their situation or find the good in it or find a lesson in it. Hey, Steve okay. Brown, want to add That's on coming this. from the dirtiest time we got the group. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, as a no, um, I actually do everything clean. But the um, crazy thing is, even though I don't curse and I try, not, I try to stay away from the topics, one time I got kicked off the stage 
for saying something <laughs> offensive. <laughs> no, for doing what? You never you know. Get, like some nights. You know, Yo. a joke will work some places, and then other nights it just won't yeah. work because some people true, true, have, like, true. a bias. The demographics. Steve Brown got a, got a subject. Steve Brown got Steve Brown. Can Steve Brown get some love? All right. I'm on? Steve. Yeah, you All right. Um, nah, but on on that topic, though, I do, like, as a comedian, you got to also tell jokes upon what you want people to know you as and to come see you for. So it's like... Right. I mean, right. it's like once once you hop on stage and you grab the mic, okay, you can hit topics, but you want the if you want the world to see where you're coming from. This isn't about like mm. you telling jokes to be in their shoes. You tell jokes to show the world, like you put them in your world as a as a comedian, and that's why they're laughing because it's like you put them in your world, and and after a show when they relate to your world, like even though they might not think like you and they know they don't think like you they understand your viewpoint. So what Sean right. said about painting the picture is the biggest thing because we all don't think alike. And that's the beauty about the world. We don't think alike. So it means when a person has a topic and he approaches a topic a certain way, and it's like, you're like, wow, that's crazy and it's disrespectful, but I never thought of it that way. He has a point. Then they, that, that as long as you have a point, they can't be, they can't be mad at you. They can't. Right. Right. How do you deal with, like, if someone is criticized, like, they shouldn't have went there, they shouldn't have been there? How do you deal with that, like, at, from a professional standpoint? You don't. You take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, thank you, who cares, but I still got to do what I got to do. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it depends yeah. on how they think about it. I put it like this. If 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 people can rap about Molly and females and people pop <laughs> to it in the club, why can't I tell a joke about it and have you laugh about it in the club? Exactly, exactly. I know a lot of comedians, they, they tell about, they talk about uh, personal experiences. Do you think that's like the bulk of where the humor comes from, what you've experienced? Yeah, cause yeah and that's how you remain uh, original. Because if you went yeah. through it, then you you can't take a joke from somebody if it personally happened to you. So, I mean, that's where originality and that's where you know, your funny comes out because only you've seen that situation the way you've seen it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, I'm going to ask you about something that happened in um, entertainment news today. So, um, Sierra, you know, the singer Sierra, she, she performed at, I think it was Black Girls Rock or something over the, um, over the weekend. And there was a picture of her performing and she was like, she was going in vocally. You know, she's not really known for, you know, powerful vocals, but she was in that picture like she was killing it. And so someone, you know, they always do memes. They did a meme and they say, I need to know what song requires so much of Sierra. And then Tamar Braxton liked the picture, and it and it kind of went viral because they're like, oh, Tamar's trying to kind of shade her low key. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I got the perfect, I got the perfect answer for that one. Uh, haters is always going to hate That's all I'm going to say Haters is always going to hate It's like maybe because she's mad Because they didn't ask her to do it So she got something uh-huh. to say That's okay. all it is Like people people always got something to say man. I don't care what you're doing You can be doing the right thing Somebody's going to say something about it man. Tell Tamar to go kill herself <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else on top of it? 
Um, nah, okay. Hold on, wait. Who's, who's going? That's anybody else want to chime in? All right. Anybody else I'll go. I, I'll touch it. I mean, just off of what Will said, man, like, it makes the world go round. Like, you can't expect to do something great and no one has, like, no one don't have something to say about it. Like, you got to think, like, if yeah. you can't handle that type of criticism, you can't handle the hate, then why do you want to be successful? You know it's going to happen. My whole thing yeah. is when, when that does happen, you have to be great about it. Anything negative you can make into an asset. So you make the hate into an asset. People love drama. Make it sell. You know, make it sell. Make That's it how you get money. Make it sell. I'm asking you. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Good, good. No, not 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 to cut you off, but that's a great point that Steve made. Even with the social media, it's like you know everything's up to talk up up for debate now. Everybody wants to talk about everything. But I mean, when when yeah. they kind of make they kind of make something out of nothing just because she liked the picture. You know, maybe maybe it's something that maybe it's something positive, or we don't know her point of view on it, but we can make it look like she's throwing shade. So it's, exactly. It's all yeah. it's all it's all how you look at it and all about how you make the best of it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you see, here's the question. Today's tonight's question of the day. I want you all to answer it individually. It's uh, what are some bad habits that are deal breakers when it comes to dating or getting to know someone? Uh, bad I'll habits. answer that first. I'll answer. Yeah, like a bad habit. Yeah, like I guess. I guess it's crazy. It's crazy that I will say this. But I don't like a girl who curses too much or is or is too too vulgar. I, I right, think yeah. I think that's a I think that's a I think that's a guy's place to to be a little aggressive or be a be a little show, chauvinistic. But a woman should be a lady. I, I want a lady for a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. Uh, well, what about you, Will? Oh, can you say the question again? I hear all the way. Oh yeah, the question is, uh, what is, what are some bad habits that are deal breakers when it comes to dating or getting to know someone? Uh oh, and like in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, like you meet a chick, and and y'all go out, you're like, oh no, this ain't gonna work. Cause <laughs> she did this. What what would be it for you? Oh oh um, damn, make make me pay for the dinner. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> make me pay for dinner. Yeah, that, that's a deal breaker for me. Uh, I'm, I, I'm cheap as hell. Say so now, um, a deal breaker. Uh, you know what? Um, been out the game. I'm a, while, I've man. been out the game for a minute, but probably bad breath. Like bad breath. Bad like breath, if I yeah. if, if yeah. my breath stinks so bad that I had to fart. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, Will. What about you, Kel? Oh, man. For me, I hate, yeah. like, over-opinionated women. Like, I hate when somebody knows all the answers before they know you. Exactly. Like, for example, yeah. like, you I tell agree. me what to do with my career and you never seen me perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just hate, like... You know, people that know it all without, like, trying to learn it all. That's, that's exactly. just me. Exactly. Okay. What about you, Steve? All right. Um, She has to be right all the way around. So if I'm going out with a chick and she wants to be low-key, she's looking over her damn shoulder all the time, 
if she don't have a Facebook page, if look, if her if her name doesn't if she has a non job application name, if her name is Shaquita or anything, that's a red flag. Um <laughs> This, this, I'm about to break this down to you because this this is uh, her vocabulary. If she, she starts mispronouncing, if she start mispronouncing shit, it's a deal breaker with me. Um, and another thing is, if she was in, if she's talking about her last relationship and a nigga used to put hands and feet on her and she was waiting too long, that's a deal breaker because it's a smart woman. Once she gets hit, she gets out of it. If you've been hit one too many times, been in a relationship too long, the decision making is not key, so your ass is out. <laughs> yeah, Lord. That is That is That's Pastor Brown. Pastor Brown on the one and twos. Hey, man, I had to keep it real for a minute, right quick. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So, uh, so correct me. You either, y'all on tour now or about to be on tour? Which one is it? Say it again? Are y'all on tour are we now on tour? or you're about to be on tour? Uh, Right now we on the grind. That's all we on right now. But we're we, we trying okay. to build up okay. something, man. We trying to build up something, man. We uh, like we doing stuff like this, man. We trying to get out there as much as possible. We could do a big tour or something like that. But right now yeah. we just grinding. Right, comedy grind. What what is it? Because you know, because there's so many, you know, talented uh, comedians out there, you know, doing their thing. What is it that would you say the biggest challenge to? You know, just hitting that main stage. You know, because y'all are funny. We can we can tell that from just listening. Y'all are funny. But what is the biggest challenge? Uh, what you say? Um, you know, hitting that main stream. I can answer this. Can I answer this. I answer this. Go ahead, Steve. Um, the main the main thing that's the hard part about comedy is hitting all the dimensions of humor. Okay. Through our grind, we realize that the same thing in New York isn't funny in Philly, and the same thing in Philly isn't funny right. in Baltimore. And et cetera. Yeah. And I feel like um yeah. once 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 people see us and they see us everywhere and we're able like and they see that we mastered being funny everywhere as far as white people, Mexican people, black people, people that can't hear, people that can't see, if we making everyone mm-hmm. laugh at one time, that's when we that's I feel like that's the hard part about comedy in general is being able to okay. make everybody laugh. Universal. Yes. Yeah. 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 It it want to answer that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's crazy because you can be seen by somebody any night and you never know where that's going to take you. Um like people get booked from all sorts of things. So like as far as getting seen by somebody who's going to put you somewhere, it's crazy. Like you you have to be on all the time. That's why they say perform to your best ability no matter where you're at. You never know who's watching you. There's people, like, that see us all the time. You know, if you do a show with 100 people and 100 people saw you, but it was dark in there, you only saw the first row, you don't know who saw you. So you always got to be on your A game. You know, it means, like, as far as, like, uh, being out in the streets, being in the supermarket, you can't be out there. You talk about God on stage, and then you out there slapping females off stage. Like, it doesn't go together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just to, just to add on that, just to add on that, I like it because, uh, I mean, we, we, we call it a grind, but we're, I like it because it's four of us and we all have a different perspective. We all have a different a different idea of what we call success. You know, some some might be looking for that main stage as, as well. Some of us in the group might be trying to create that main stage for yourself. Like, 
I would rather, yeah. you know, be able to have my own show than than to be put on a big show. Maybe a show with 50,000 okay. people I could get put on, could have my own show with 500 people. It's like I'd rather own a gas station than just be a worker at Walmart. Walmart's way bigger yeah. than my gas station, but I own the gas station. It's just how you approach yeah. it and what what building our brand is trying to do. When we go out to these shows, everybody's looking at us as this four, and it's like, well, what is their brand? How we present ourselves is at a, is at a higher level. That's what we're trying to get to. Absolutely, absolutely. I think y'all are definitely on y'all's way. I'm gonna go through each each uh, member of Comedy Grind and tell us uh, where they keep up with you and any last thoughts. Let's start with you, Sean. Sean, you still there? Sean Wiggins. <laughs> Will, Will, what's going to Will? Okay, yeah, all right, I'm here. I don't know. I think his phone went down. I think he's okay. coming over. But all right, anyway, well, my name Will Wright. You can catch me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at WillAlmighty87. Once again, that's WillAlmighty87. Um, any last thoughts? Uh, I mean, just uh, put God first um, and chase your dreams and follow him because uh, it, it's worth it if you go ahead and follow him, man. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Absolutely. Kel. John. Oh. Alright, um my thing is um find me on Facebook, Mikel M C K E L L E Kells K E L L Z Barksdale. On Facebook, um you can find me on uh Instagram, Kells the Comic, K E L L Z T H E Comic. Um also you can find our group page Comedy Grind E N T on Instagram. And my last thought, man, I tell everybody, man, find God, find the joy he brings your life and do it. I don't care what it is that you want to do, just do it. Whatever the Lord puts you on this earth to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what about you, Steve? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. All right, well, um, first and foremost, I'm starting it off with uh, follow me at SFNICO12. I mean, a lot of people can't spell that, so... I mean, if you can't find me, you know you got my comedy grind brothers to look for. And um, my last words is, man, look, you get out of things what you put in them. And right now we hungry, we everywhere. So um, what we do is comedy grind, man, we we trying to, four young brothers, trying to grind out so the world can hear what we got to say. That's all this all about. We want the world to hear what we have to say. Absolutely, absolutely. And the end zone, I don't know if you guys miss me, but you can follow me on Instagram at infamous Shawnee Mac. Uh, you guys been tweeting us. They can go on your page and look for us. You know how to find that. You can follow me on Twitter at Grand underscore Gouda. And we got we got we got the Jersey we got the Jersey Talent Showcase coming up. I don't know if you've seen the flyer, but we got the Jersey Talent Show uh, the Talent Showcase uh, coming up uh, April sixteenth. It's a Thursday. Jersey. Would you say? The Mike tomorrow, Sean. I'm talking about the Mike tomorrow too. Thursday, April sixteenth, we got the Jersey Talent Showcase. It's going to be at Willingboro, New Jersey, and tomorrow night we're going to be at Mount Holly, New Jersey, for our Turn Tuesdays. We, we've been going on for about six months strong. It's a great show. You guys come on out and support us. If you follow us, you're going to see everything we do. You really see that we're on this grind. So we really appreciate this opportunity. And uh, yeah, anybody else got anything to say? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
right, uh, this is Will Wright. Once again, man, before I go, I know you said if it was any more last thoughts, I want to give a shout-out to my wife that's listening. Taja, I love you, baby. And yeah, shout-out to my kids that's supposed to be in the bed, but they might be listening too. Daddy loves right. y'all. And y'all, I'll see y'all and soon. I, and I'd like to thank God. I let us in God first and foremost for letting us talk to you, for you getting up, for us getting up, for us being here. I'm not going to tell you where we at, but for us being here talking <laughs> to everybody and having this opportunity. Thanks. To, uh, I like to shout out Sean for giving us this opportunity and putting us on the, um, putting us on this. And um, yeah. Oh, comedy grind. Keep writing. Uh, keep working. Stay humble. Stay hungry. That's the motto. Hungry. Inspired by my boy Kels Barksdale. Shout out to him. Shout out to my mom down there for having me and making me crazy like I am. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> Listen, Sean Connor, Will Wright, Kels Barksdale, and Steve Brown, Comic Grind. Appreciate y'all for joining us tonight, man. I wish y'all all the success moving forward. And I can't wait to see y'all on the big screen one day, y'all. Same here, man. We can't wait Appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good one. All right. All right. God bless. God bless you, too. And for more information about Comedy Grind, visit our Facebook page. It links to all of them. You can check them out. Funny guys. We'll be right back after this. The radio show, in association with Angels Clubhouse, bring you the West Coast Show-Off, going down July the 30th, 2011, at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Come enjoy new future stars of tomorrow as they show off their skills on stage. For ticket or performance information, visit our website at www.theradioshow.com or call 323-331-8573, Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music people all over the country when we feature on this segment. We select both independent and major artists to play. Uh, we try to keep the music great, you know what I mean? Um, tonight we feature both independent and major artists. If you're interested in being featured, email us at submissions at the Stephen Show.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Remember that all songs must be edited for radio meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing your music. Um, also, connect with us on social media. Like I said, let us know your thoughts, your comments. If you have show ideas, you know, just let us know. The first song tonight is by yours truly, featuring my homie, Nair Leon, entitled Let You Go. Check it out and enjoy Steve's playlist.
goes out to LaShonda Kane, the comedy grind. Thank you all for joining us tonight. God bless. Have a great week. If you came here to party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you came here to party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, on put your hands up. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.